Hello. Hello. My name is Dusty Westfall. <laughs> I would like to talk to you about a great podcast. Have you even seen Book of Mormon? Yes, I finally did. And we got hammered and laughed the whole way through. And my two friends just kept shouting colonialism. We're, we don't remember how it ended. I'm Brenda. And I'm Dusty. And this is I'm Afraid to Ask. Where each week we ask one another simple questions and big questions. She's 54. He's 32. And after 10 years of friendship, we have so much to learn from each other. Through nuance, insight, laughter, and tears. So what are we going to learn this week? <laughs> oh, no, Dusty. I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> Ding, ding, a ding, ding, ding. <laughs> okay. Get it together. I don't know why. I don't know why we're uh, we have that high priced ukulele player when you could do that. <laughs> I'm thinking of firing our podcast intern and just letting you do that. <laughs> well, we're not paying or anything anyway. So. Oh yeah, I forgot. Okay, okay I'm ready. Wait, <clears throat> I'm going to clear my throat. <clears> throat> ma 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 ma. <clears throat> okay. All right, Brenda, are you ready for this week's show? I am so ready for this week's show. As so, usual. yes. I so, was just what sitting, we're gonna... sitting in my closet, <laughs> waiting to call you, and I've got a little glass of Chardonnay. Oh, I'm so glad I got a glass of uh, something from Italy. Maybe uh, it's I don't know. I can't read. It's a Pinot Noir. Anyway, um, I have the bottle, not a glass, but. So this week, everybody, uh, we're going to start off, as usual, with a pop quiz. This time I get to ask Brenda some questions, and then we're going to switch to our big cue and end with my favorite segment, I didn't ask, but thanks for telling me. Okay, but I'm already nervous. I don't know why. It's going to be easy. Okay. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? I would read minds. And I'm being totally serious. Really? You I, thought about this? Oh, you don't understand. I'm totally fascinated with it. And when I'm in the grocery store, oh, am I going on too long again? No, you can answer. <laughs> God, just say it. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. I would give anything, um, like when I'm in the grocery store or I see someone or if I'm like just like people watching at the airport or anything, I look at them and I just, I almost like close my eyes and I'm just thinking, I want to read your mind. I just want to know what you're thinking. <laughs> but you already kind of do that when you talk to people. So I don't know. I just think it's fascinating and you know this may be too much for you but there was that it, Gilligan. it's about to be yeah. no 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 there was a gilligan's island episode <laughs> and they found the magic okay ginger what beans. is it Ooh, i'm probably mary ann wait a minute i don't know Let's save it for later okay, okay. all right so finish that, your stories i go was, to my next question there was magic beans and um, the professor, I don't know if he found them or not, but then they were all eating these magic beans and then they could actually hear the other people's thoughts, which... So they were mushrooms. Oh, <laughs> no, but... That I mean, was that was a lesson, Brenda, in the, in the 60s. They were eating mushrooms. Well, they went on a three-hour cruise and never came back. But just remember... But could make radios out of coconuts. <laughs> but, and now I'm being serious. 
this mind reading superpower that I think I've liked to have. Oh, we're only like five minutes in. We're good. So this yeah. superpower that I've always wished I had, what I've always had in the back of my mind, and now I, I'm being totally serious, is when they really- Are you being serious, Brenda? Because I don't think you're being so serious. serious. When they started reading each other's minds and are hearing the thoughts and everything, you know, guess what? They, they started hearing what people really thought. And they got uh-huh. and they got in fights and got upset with each other and hurt feelings and because they weren't like you know, which is why that's a terrible superpower. It is not, and I'm keeping it. <laughs> okay, let's move on. I want to make one. I'm going to give you a harder one. What? That wasn't hard. Okay. No, it was just long. <laughs> what I all you needed to do is sit okay. right back in here. A tail. Okay, go ahead. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to oh, at this point I literally am afraid to ask you any pop quiz question cuz it's going to turn into a novel. I thought this is why we match up because I do the same thing. Okay. What would the adult version of an ice cream truck sell and what song would it play for you? That is so complicated. Okay, so all right, number 1 I have to get in character. Okay, I'm hearing some sound <laughs> Okay, for some reason. Oh my God. Let's let's stick with the first part. What would the adult ice cream truck sell? It's not an ice cream truck. No, you don't understand. I was already there. No, I like the two part. I like the two parter. Okay, wait. Okay, so like I'm sitting out on my screened in porch having a lovely (laughs) summer evening. (laughs) And I hear the sound. Oh, I know. It's Jesse's girl. Let's just go. Let's just go classic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Jesse's girl. Jesse's girl. Okay. And what are wait, they selling? Wait, what, what's that's making way, you? Put... That's the best you can do. No, no I want to know what's oh, going to make okay. you run out of that screen <gasps> okay. porch. Okay. So we and then I might porch. sing it for you. Okay. All right. So I put down my wine. Because I want to know what Jesse's girl has to do with a product that's being sold. <laughs> I don't know. The truck is blaring Jesse's girl. They're selling what? Zima? Jesse's girl. No, you know what I think? I, I You would chase the street down for Zima. And it would I don't be think it girl. is. I I I think it's I think I know what it is. I know what it oh is. Oh my god. It is it's like pulling teeth. No, it's selling. It's selling like 1990s uh, candy. <laughs> okay, you're killing I'm moving on. <laughs> 1990s candy. There don't, isn't that many limited 1990s candy. Don't worry, boys and girls. We'll put that in the notes too. Okay. Uh, I think just, I You know think, what? I think we're only going to get like four questions listen, this wait, week. Wait, you know, but you know what else it's selling? It's selling hairbrushes because if you are going to... They didn't stop selling those in the 90s. I know. I didn't say it was 90s hairbrushes. Okay, so it's doing 90s candies, and then it's also doing hairbrushes because if you go to the Jesse's Girls truck, it's to get a hairbrush so that you can go back and lip sync and sing into your hairbrush, Jesse's Girl, which is what I did. Wait a second. Can I do a shout-out to my friend Cindy who was a college Here we go. <laughs> and we would get up on the top of our built-in desk in the dorm, and we... We would sing Jesse's girl into our hairbrush. Okay. One glass of Chardonnay and she's ready to sing Jesse's girl in a hairbrush. And eat candy. 90s candy. 90s candy, which okay. is like fruit gushers or uh, Ninja Turtle squirts I or did. whatever. Oh, I always. Okay. I'm going to be careful here, but I did <laughs> always love. You're not even a 90s kid. I'm a 90s kid. <laughs> I don't understand this at all. I'm not a 90s kid, but I, yeah, you're right. So why 90s kid? I'm not asking. Okay. 
I'm giving you one last very simple question. What is your favorite holiday movie? Meaning it's not limited to Christmas. But it can be Christmas. It can be Easter. Or it can be Halloween. I'll give you a hint. You couldn't make me guess. I asked you the question. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give you a hint. And it's really short. And it'll be really easy. And you'll get it. And you'll have no problem. Okay. Zuzu's Petals. Oh, okay. So now I have a story. <laughs> what Brenda's saying is it's a wonderful life, which I have never, ever seen. <gasps> and what's great about this is one time in community theater, I did for a Christmas variety show where I reenacted famous Christmas movies in 60 seconds or less. Which I would like to interject. I saw that. I was the timekeeper. I religiously lied when I was sitting in the audience every time and said you did it in 60 seconds when you did not, but they were very well performed and very hilarious. Okay, wait, I, I'm going to say this because maybe my memory's failing me because this was actually 10 years ago. I thought Angie did that too. She might have done it every now and then, no, but I started it. I did it and I'd go one minute okay. when it was really like yeah, a yeah, minute yeah. and 20 yeah. seconds. But, but you, okay, so here we go. Anyway, you saw that performance. Did you have any idea? I never saw that movie before. No, but yeah, Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, I I did it. I I, did it. And I did the whole thing. And everybody was like, that was perfect. You got all the parts right. Like, yeah, because you don't have to watch that boring movie. It is great. Okay, I'm just going to do this. And I'm going to do you want me to do my Jimmy Stewart impression? Oh, I'm just so charming. And all right, Brenda, it's time for the big cue. What's on your mind? Oh. I've got an excellent big cue for us tonight, Dusty. This is what Don't I want. Dare. This is what I want to know. What is your personality type? Well, I'm a pretty simple girl, so I would say that, uh, like, and I do this with people all the time. I would say, like, in terms of Winnie the Pooh, I'm an Eeyore. Although many people perceive me as a Tigger, I'm an Eeyore Tigger. Hmm. What's your personality type? Well, as a well-reasoned former academic, I oh my god, I tend to go a little more air flip, air <laughs> flip. That's a lady with a PhD. I prefer, right. I you know, I lean towards looking at Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies, and just like George Bailey in "It's a Wonderful Life," uh. which is a given fact because even Gretchen says this. George, she mentioned George Bailey specifically. She mentions George Bailey specifically. George <laughs> and I are both obligers. Okay. You probably you probably don't even know what that is. But you know who Eeyore and Tigger is, don't you? Like the rest <laughs> of the world that watched that and not It's a Wonderful Life. So I got an idea, Brenda. This always comes up all the time, and there's so many personality quizzes out there. Do you want to take a few together? Yeah, I I think I do because I I I think we could learn a lot about each other. But I but yeah, I think we should. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways. Okay, so let's take some quizzes. Okay. What 
kind of instrument most pleases your ear? On a scale of one to Agree ten. or disagree or neutral? Where are you at a point? What motivates you? Is it hard for me to imagine what happens? What are you doing on a Friday night? What job does Are you spontaneous? You? What type of friend Choose are you? Choose an animal. Okay, Brenda, so we find a quiz about... We took a lot of quizzes. So I found a quiz about Winnie the Pooh characters. And, you know, that's how I kind of generalize people personality categories. And I was pleasantly surprised. This was actually a good quiz. That I turned out to be an Eeyore. And I'll tell you what I found fascinating about it. Just the brief description. You're sarcastic and pessimistic, but that's what everyone loves about you. <laughs> Despite being a glass half empty kind of person, you actually have a lot to give. For that reason, you attract all kinds of wonderful friends. You're welcome. <laughs> I added that you're welcome. So because you're an you... ewer. Okay, so what okay, so um I took it too. And you First of all, I want you to know that I take these things very seriously. We've, I've already said the word serious a lot. And I've a just lot. I've just now realized <laughs> that if someone wanted to do a drinking game with this podcast. <laughs> well, it would be every time Dusty laughs, every time Dusty, Brenda says seriously. I, okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what that, yeah. So seriously, I take these things very seriously. So I go through and I'm, I'm I don't want to say that I'm like hoping to be a character or whatever, but. I'm just thinking, I'm excited. So I'm going to just put you on the spot. Oh, my God. Just tell me what character you got. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you a hint. You're dragging this out. <laughs> well, I, no, I want you to guess because or this is your thing. You love this Winnie the Pooh thing. Okay. I told you. Well, this quiz did have, like, I found out. All of the characters, and I narrow it down to four characters. And we'll get down to that later. Okay. Of like four basics. So I would say if it was one of my four basics, I would say Piglet. But there's something that's telling me that you got like Kanga. I was gonna say it's not just the four, and I did not get Piglet, which you're a Piglet. But okay, well, so who did I, you get? I got Owl. Um, but let me read what it says. It's that voice. Okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you what it says. People, are, I was. I, oh, I am going to say I almost <laughs> said Al before I said Kanga as my second guess. All right, now tell me your Al answer. People often view you as a mentor, probably mm -hmm. because you're intelligent, mature, and PhD. Intelligent. Guns. Listen, listen. Intelligent, mature, and chatty in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Al's chatty, though. But let me keep going. Sure. Oh, sure. You can be a bit scatterbrained at times. <laughs> but, but that's part of your charm. And just one more reason why everyone loves you. You're welcome. Okay. that That's mine. I feel like I'm kind of an owl, too. But, yeah, I'm an Eeyore. Okay. An Eeyore. So, so the next one that we took was <laughs> I love this one <laughs> the Golden Girls quiz and do you know why I love a Golden Girls quiz when I try to figure out people's personality types why I have had many a single lady come up to me and say <laughs> okay so there's this guy and I'm kind of into him but I can't tell like maybe he's gay and I tell them I go well here's how you know you just 
ask him casually in conversation, who's your favorite golden girl? And if his answer is not, I have no idea, I've never watched that show. If he answers, if he says Rose, Blanche, Dorothy, then you got a gay. <laughs> if that man can select a Golden Girl character or even name one of them, you got a gay, honey, and uh, it move on. So, so this just, is the that's my personal. This is the litmus test for how you yeah. tell if someone's gay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try to use this out in public out, out this <laughs> I week. I cannot wait. Yeah. You're going to walk up to a stranger in Chick-fil-A and if they can name a golden girl, go, sorry, you should not be eating here. I do not go to Chick-fil-A because you won't let me. Except yeah, but lies. Lies. <laughs> I just went to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, okay. you did. Lies. Okay. You didn't go because it was a Sunday. All right. Okay. Let's just keep going. Literally. Yeah. Cut all, right, all that you... part and go back. Okay. So, right. Brenda. Who is your golden girl? Okay, I'm going to give you a hint. Oh my God. <laughs> um, You're you know, me. you know, you know. You're Rose. You're Rose. Rose. You're such I'm a Rose. Rose. Okay, what's your Rose but, description? Hey, but can I tell you that, you know, I did this <laughs> when we were, let me tell you a story about this. So I did, oh, Lord. <laughs> I did this a while back and, and, then I, I remembered being Rose, but I wanted to see what it said. I just wanted to experience it again. And, you know, I'm very serious about taking these, que- these quizzes. <laughs> Everybody these dr- quizzes. These quizzes. Everybody drink. Okay. So, <laughs> I, God. so I went on and I was like, is this the one I took before? Because none of these questions are the same. And I realized that these little online quizzes are smarter than I thought they were. They're changing up the questions. But amazingly enough, I got Rose the first time, and you're not going to believe it. I got Rose the second time. I don't say I'm not going to believe it because I totally believe it. So, what I think that means is anybody that's listening and knows who Rose Nyland is and how many times <laughs> you've gone down rabbit trails of St. Olaf in this conversation alone, we all know you're Rose. Okay, you got Rose. Your sweetness and sincerity can confuse people sometimes, but that's on, yeah. but that's <laughs> on them. Just because you appreciate life's simple pleasures doesn't mean that you're simple. <laughs> to, to those who accept you for your quirks, I don't have any quirks. You are the oh come on. You are the truest friend, and that matters more than having the quickest comeback. Yeah, you're a rose. Yeah, I think I'm a okay. rose. Okay, so, so um. You know who I am. I know who you are. Who am I? You're Blanche. Blanche Devereaux. <laughs> so I'll read my description. Even though this conversation, you're turning me into a Dorothy. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, and the first line of this makes it perfect. Blanche Devereaux, you're feisty. <laughs> Ooh. Outgoing and passionate. You've got a strong desires and you aren't afraid to express them. You put a lot of effort in how you present yourself to the world. But at the end of the day, if someone doesn't like you, that's their problem. (laughs) You're all about living life to its fullest. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's kind of interesting how that hits some things right on the head. 
Okay, so so far I'm an I'm a rose owl, and you're Blanche Eeyore. Yeah, they sound kind of opposite, but they are both fitting. I think they are. I think they, yeah. they do sound opposite, but on the other hand, they're the same. Or are they just different shades or parts of our personality? Let's get to there in a minute. We got another quiz to answer. Oh, another quiz. And I am dying of this one because neither one of us know our answers. I know. Well, you, didn't, so you didn't know my answer one. to poo either. Um, okay. All right. So you and I today, earlier today, we... Um, partook in the sorting ceremony. That's so dramatic. We it's, took a quiz online. No, we, no, wait a second. It has this really beautiful font. It's all scrolly and very serious. And we did a sorting ceremony. Um, we did it independently. Um, and, you know, it was it was important. It, it relates to Harry Potter. And this, you know. It I'm, relates to Harry Potter? It is Harry Potter. And it's Harry Potter. I am introducing this quiz. And uh, like I said, it had a beautiful font and gorgeous rich colors on the online. I'm just telling you the experience was very different. And the first thing I saw, because, you know, I already take these quizzes very seriously. I'm just going to say that if you ever speak at my funeral, it should be in the program to take a break for lunch and then come back. <laughs> Brenda will talk some more. When I said, seriously, I paused so you could drink. Take a drink. I, okay. All right. Oh, but, I have been. <laughs> so this is what I read, and it was very important for me. It said, in quotes, answer truthfully. After all, the hat's decision is final so dramatic it is so dramatic so so dramatic i did you read that wait i gotta say this did you read the thing about how she came up with the sorting hat i did not read the the okay, background okay. on it okay it's really it's really it's really quick fun fact. <clears throat> she thought about some different things of like oh having statues of the founders of the houses selecting the students or um <laughs> crap i forgot what the other one was but then she was like no that's so dramatic da, 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 da. like well how do you do it like you draw straws or you put your names in a hat a hat a witch a sorting hat and that's where she got it oh yeah anyway so okay. <clears throat> well so without dragging it out there's only four brenda ravenclaw we got some deep we got some deep you're a ravenclaw ravenclaw guess what you're Ravenclaw. Yeah. Guess what? The podcast intern is Ravenclaw. Well, all right then. So do you have it ready to read what the description is? I'm just saying Ravenclaw. I d I no, I believe it. And the thing is everybody <laughs> wants to be a damn Gryffindor and like this they're annoying. Uh <laughs> I'll tell you, honestly, I thought I was gonna be a Hufflepuff. I thought you were gonna be Slytherin. What? <laughs> the shade of it all. Oh. I'm just teasing you. <laughs> no, you really. I no, I you're just, not. You really thought I was going to be a Slytherin, and I was kind of nervous that I might have been. But um, <laughs> no, I think uh, the Ravenclaw description was kind of spot on for me. It's lovely. Do you have it in front of you? No. <laughs> okay, hold on. I, I did. Okay, no worries, no worries. Let me... One of us will. Let, let uh, me pull this up. Oh, I... I No, I just screenshotted that I got a Ravenclaw to send to you, and I didn't. Or so. <laughs> All right. 
Okay, talking about Ravenclaw. Okay, yes. number one, the colors are blue and bronze, which I love. Me too. The animal is eagle. The element is air. And these are our traits. Intelligence, wit, wisdom, creativity, originality, individuality, and acceptance. Oh, yeah. and our ghost is the gray lady. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've I've seen the movies. I haven't read I really haven't read the book. Are you what? The podcast intern. It should crucify you for <laughs> not reading. I was just going to say the podcast. I didn't read them until I was in my 20s. Okay, I'll go and read. Uh, so what made you think I was Ravenclaw? You're all the characteristics. The wit and the wisdom. Oh, I'm saying nice stuff about you. Intelligence, creativity, originality, individuality, acceptance. <laughs> I don't know, go on, don't know go why on. I'm oh, saying basketers. nice yeah. things about yeah. you. Yeah. No, this is who uh, you are. And <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you think no, I'm a Slytherin. I literally was thinking this today. I said, I was thinking, I bet Dusty's Ravenclaw. We're all Ravenclaw. So you know what this means. All these people, they're going to be dying to work with us on this podcast. And they're Ravenclaws only? Ravenclaws only. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to have to put that out there right now. Um, that's a very Slytherin thing to say. I don't care. If you're not a Ravenclaw, you're not on the team. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm teasing. Uh, when you I'm read teasing. the books, you know there's a thing about mud bloods. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm not. Not in this political dusty. atmosphere. I'm not being serious. I know what you're saying. She said, serious, take a drink. <laughs> and she didn't mean black, serious black, because she doesn't know who that is because she didn't mean black. Okay, okay, I'll start reading the books. I just never read the book. Brenda, you will. Oh. <laughs> okay, Onyx. That is our team member. You be kind I know. To... And he's I... being a pill. <laughs> hey, do you think he's Ravenclaw? I think Onyx is a Hufflepuff. Oh, what are the characteristics of Hufflepuff? He's lazy and doesn't care. Are you saying, They're, wait a minute, are you just saying Hufflepuffs are lazy and don't care? No, I just could, didn't. If I had the definition of Hufflepuff, he's well, not Well, I've a got it here right now. Well, look it up and we'll see if that's Onyx. Okay, what are the qualities? Hufflepuff. All right, you're, are you sure? Okay, values hard work, dedication, patience, loyalty, and fair play. Loyalty and fair play, definitely. And I think dedication, he's very dedicated to like getting oh, yes. the treat. He's out very of his protective. <laughs> yeah. But he's also very protective. Like he's not aggressive at all, but it's like if he thinks someone's going to, he's, uh, when I got him from the shelter, they said uh, he won't get in a fight with another dog. But if he sees a dog picking on another dog, he'll break it up. Mm. And I've seen him do that. So he is a Hufflepuff, and that's a good thing. Yeah, I, well, I mean, maybe he's a Gryffindor. I don't know. <laughs> you said mean things about them. We better move on. But so all of this ties into Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies. There you go. Yep. Now you ha take the floor. You've been ready to go. I am ready to go because Gretchen Rubin, she started out as an attorney and then I love this. You know, she didn't like that doing that, but she achieved incredible success with it. And kind of like you in accounting. Well, <laughs> no, she she's Gretchen Rubin's like the real deal. And but then she wrote a book about happiness. But where she became really fascinated was 
doing research about personalities. She developed these theories about how people respond to outer expectations versus inner expectations and came up with four different types of tendencies. And one is the upholder, which they meet outer expectations and inner expectations. I don't like these people. Upholders, which of course Gretchen Rubin is one, but I don't like these people. Dusty, these are the people that say on New Year's Day, I think I'm going to run a marathon. And so I'm going to just start training today. And no matter what happens, they just run every single day. They just do it. it, Why don't you like someone that makes a decision and sticks to it? Because I couldn't do that if my life depended on me. Because the minute someone came along and said, "Um, you know, I need your help today on this. And let's say there's not enough time for me to do both. I'm going to definitely give up me going running well, in order to help. where your personality yeah. type yeah, is. Ex- exactly. I, yeah, exactly. So, I know where this is going. Now, the only problem with, so what happens is, it's like they're great at their job. I mean, they can have a boss and they respond to outer expectations. The boss says, I need this done. They're going to do it. But then they also have this incredible self-discipline. You know, they can bring in a package of Oreos and only eat like two a day. I mean, yeah, I hate them. You see, I told now we see now we feel better. <laughs> Thank you. I feel better. Okay, so then there's another type. There is the obliger. The obliger Gee, I who that is. meets outer expectations but resists mm-hmm. inner expectations. So obliger is the one where the boss comes in and says, "Can you work late?" And then the obliger though is thinking, "But I'm supposed to be training for that marathon." And, or I'm supposed to be cooking healthy dinners for myself tonight, or maybe I'm just supposed to have a life. And they immediately drop whatever promises they've made to themselves and they do what the boss wants them to do. Or let's say George Bailey, George Bailey, lets his brother, right? His brother, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm, his brother mm -hmm, gets mm -hmm. to go off to war and then he gets to go marry and he keeps giving the people the money and he sticks around to help Uncle George. You really need to see this movie. And George, yeah, George Bailey, (laughs) George Bailey keeps, so he's the epitome of an obliger. The other piece of the obliger is, and even though this seems like a silly little personality test, this was mind blowing for me. Because the other side of the obliger is we tell ourselves that we are lazy. Because it's Mm. like, why can I go and make a movie? Why can I go and, you know, take 2,000 photos of Star Trek pictures for, um, you know, a guy doing a music video with kids? Mm -hmm. Why Mm -hmm. can I go and do all of this and have the discipline and go and do all this? But when I set a goal for myself which is just for myself. And think about it. I have no outer expectations. I would never be able to achieve it. You don't believe me, but we relate on that, Brenda, so much. I do believe you, but I'm just saying. So this silly quiz gave me the freedom to quit telling myself that I was lazy. And that is life-changing for me. So... I don't want to stop your fire, but you didn't go through the other two. I'm going through the other two. Here we go. Okay. Okay. So here's another one. Okay. So then you have the rebel. The rebel resist outer expectations and resist inner expectations. (laughs) 
listen, unless they decide they're their inner expectation. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, if you're like, you have to get this done right now, the rebel's going to be like, yeah, well, screw that. <laughs> and then the, the rebel also could be like, um, you know, like, you need to quit smoking. Well, the rebel's not going to do that. But if one day the rebel all of a sudden just wakes up and goes, I'm going to quit smoking. They just quit smoking. Because mm-hmm. they're rebels. So who's a rebel you know? Hmm. hmm. <laughs> okay, it's not Onyx. Okay, so- it's possible, Dusty, but that you are a rebel. You make a rebel sound bad. Ooh. Well, I don't think they are necessarily. I don't think rebel. I have a lot of respect for rebels. And I kind of fantasize about being one. <laughs> um, I will say of like, based on this quiz and sorting of personalities, okay, I'm a rebel. But you know, yeah, and like you said, there's the overlap there. Um, because it's like in terms of Winnie the Pooh, I tell you, I'm an Eeyore Tigger rabbit. Mm-hmm. I'm a Tigger in social settings. I'm a rabbit in work settings. But it, when I'm left alone, I am an Eeyore. Mm-hmm. That's my true self. And so I think that's interesting that the rebel thing of like, yeah. And I guess, I don't know. The way I hear the rebel of like, especially with the self, it's like, it's not easy. It's not like you're being a tough guy. Um, just a second. So get me back on track. Okay. We were talking about rebels, but what I would like to do is oh, we on. need the fourth one. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to move on. The fourth one is the questioner. Okay, so this is mm, kind of cool. That I'm not familiar with, actually. Oh, well, they meet inner expectations, but they resist outer expectations. So this is what happens with them. And it's like, they're like, you tell them, I need you to do this, or I want you to do this, or whatever. And there might be some resistance. But if you can give them good ideas, if you can give them facts, um, if it, like, for example, let's say you go to the doctor and the doctor says, you need to quit eating mm-hmm. know, ho-hos, um, which I... Really? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to... I knew you would love that choice. I knew you'd love that. Too easy. I knew you'd love that choice. And it's like the, the, the questioner is going to be like, hmm... I don't know if that's true or not, but if the doctor then gives a reasonable exp- explanation, has facts, it's like they they then they just want to know why, and if it and they have to make it make sense, you know, to them. So that's the questioner, but they oh, meet. See, I feel like I relate to that too. Well, the rebel overlaps with the questioner too, so it's possible. I overlap with the obliger. Yeah. Well, there you go. So. So this is what I want to say about the personality thing, which I've told you I've been obsessed with. And it is amazing. There's so many online quizzes. My big point is we can't pigeonhole ourselves. Mm -hmm. It is great and insightful to take these quizzes, whether they're simple or big and in-depth. None of these things really define who you are. They make you look into yourself to find out who you are. It's like a fun house mirror and it's a good way to like to understand that all personalities vary you're not pigeonholed into this house it's not like harry potter like we said you're not a ravenclaw gryffindor there's a blend it crosses over not all slytherins were bad 
Not all Gryffindors were heroes. Not all Ravenclaws are, you know, book nerds. Um, and not all Hufflepuffs are potheads. Hufflepuff, catch it. <laughs> um, anyway, so what I'm saying, I think this is a great way to understand yourself and others when you try to figure out what their main personality traits are, but don't pigeonhole them in that. Yeah, so, so I'm totally with you. It's all about self-awareness and learning. And even though these are silly tests, I was very excited to hear that you were a Ravenclaw like me. I know that may sound kind of silly. No, yeah, that kind of blew my mind too. Yeah. I thought so, that was just fun. It, it, it made me feel, ooh, I'm going sappy alert. It made me feel closer to you, even though you're, how many miles is it from Arkansas? 1,300. To, okay, even though we're 1,300 miles plus. apart right now, plus, um, it made me feel, it was like, oh my gosh, we're in the same house. It, whatever. It, it yeah, seemed, we're not the same poo character. We're not the same golden girl, but we overlap there. Oh, but we're friends and, you know. Well, I'm just saying of like as far as the personality. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a well, nice. Two Blanches could never get along. No, because it's my man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, Brenda, it's now uh, time for my favorite segment. I didn't ask, but thanks for telling me. So what do you have to tell me this week that I didn't ask you about? Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play you an audio clip. I'm just going oh to let you absorb it. <laughs> it's got really serious this week. Okay, so I'm going to hold this up and see what happens. Is that a gong? I'm going to move it around. Hold it. Are you on the interstate? Hold on. Let me get to a better Is this the rapture? What is happening? Be still, Dusty, and absorb this. Oh, God. Ah! Ah! <laughs> Okay, how much longer of your hippie bells? <laughs> Do you cry, Uncle? Oh, wait. Yeah. It's, I, about, it's about to get more intense. Okay. You're Frankie. You're Frankie. You're Frankie. I can't do it anymore. You're Frankie. Ah! Okay, so yesterday. You um, went to Notre Dame? What the <laughs> hell? I don't understand why my ears were just accosted with those gongs. You are right. It is gongs. So um, I have done this several <laughs> times. And I, yesterday, I popped in and did a gong meditation. So let me explain to you. That's not meditative. That's stressful. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's not stressful. No, let, mm. me, no, let me tell you. Mm -mm -mm -mm. No, listen, normally I do it on the full moon. So you combine <laughs> it with the full moon. God, you're such a hippie. So what you do is, in gong meditation, you go in, and um, you get, she has all these gongs, uh, probably a dozen singing bowls, all these different instruments, and she has them in the center of the room, and you lay on these mats, 
and you're there for an entire hour, actually an hour because uh, you do stretches beforehand uh, and you lay on these mats and you, but listen, no. I, can't, I can't. Okay. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. You go on the, it's like you go on these trips and different <laughs> people appear to you. And yesterday for the first time I saw colors. God. I felt this thing. Wait, did you drink any tea at this place? No, you don't drink tea. You just lay there. Uh, I just have a feeling there was some Dusty, kind of the tea. you don't understand. Okay, you're going to No, make, I don't. You're going to make this <laughs> no, bad. No, I won't. You're going to make this bad. But eventually, it's like inside of your skin, like your bones and your blood vessels, they just start, your entire body starts to vibrate. Because they're banging gongs. It's literally vibrating your body. Gong meditation. And, but, okay. Well, so with that, that's what I, that's what I thought you'd like to know about. Well, mm, I didn't ask, but thanks for telling. You're welcome. So, what would you like to share with me this week? I'm going to, are you going to be able to top it? Come on. Really? Seriously? Honey, you should never ask me if I can top something. Um, so today, I spent the afternoon. I told you I couldn't text you because I was out of pocket. Mm-hmm. I couldn't text you because I was posing for a painting. <gasps> really? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm going to do it the same way. Were you naked? <laughs> I knew you were going to ask that. Yeah, the only thing on was the radio. <gasps> <gasps> Dang, you topped me. What? Uh, one, don't say that. And two, you know damn good and well I didn't do nothing naked. Oh, <laughs> okay. But I was saving that for you. And oh. you know what that quote is from, right? No, I don't. Marilyn Monroe, when she did her Playboy shoot, she said there was nothing on but the radio. Oh. There's a song about that, yeah. Thanks, listeners that caught on that and were yelling at Brenda through your headphones. <laughs> um, which is like all two of them that are old enough to know that reference. No, okay, but um, you, post, friend... well, you post for a painting, but you kept your clothes on. Okay. Yes, but I've never, okay, so, you know, I don't even like having my photo taken. Mm-hmm. Who does? And then, Who does? yeah, and sitting there for four hours. Ooh. Yeah, it was very exposed. Um, Wait, I have to ask you, what were you wearing? Because I, I, I need a mental image. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look forward. I like, like trying to not picture me nude. Um <laughs> So I was just wearing jeans and a V-neck T-shirt. I, I did have a plaid shirt on. She was like, that is not happening. It's oh, like, okay. no, that would be too uh, Why would you want someone yeah. to have to paint plaid? Uh, well, I thought they were fun colors and it was oh. cold. Okay. Um, anyway, but no, so it was just like uh, me hanging out. This is a, a friend of mine, Elle, mm. um, and she is in grad school. And she has this task, Brenda, that goes back to what's scary for all of us. I can't wait to see this happens. I'm trying to help her with it. She has two and a half weeks to paint 15 portraits. And today, I was the first portrait she's ever painted. She only has two and a half weeks? For 15 paintings. That's almost a painting a day. I was going to say that's a painting a day. Yeah. So, and she had no experience. Yeah. So, um, I saw what she did and was like, hey, you know, like, it's not going to be photorealistic. But I was like, you kind of capture what was happening, which was me sitting on her sofa watching Netflix. (laughs) <laughs> and what were you watching? Um, and what were you watching, Dusty? Uh, what was the first one? <laughs> we went through two shows. Was it Grace and oh, Frankie? The first, no. The first movie I watched was Sausage Party. Okay. Uh, th- why did I? I should have been afraid to ask. 
Yeah, because yeah. you're not going to yeah. watch that no, movie. No, no, no. Someday I'm, I'm going to make you watch that movie. Nope, I'm not. And then the no. next one was Mm-mm. like Hot Fuzz, which is a funny British thing. And it was just like, mm-hmm. but anyway, it was, the reason I bring it up was one, I never posed for something like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just goes back to like, our first episode was about, what was it about? Creat- <laughs> creativity. <laughs> It was called, yeah, it was, hey, Desi, it was, it was called cre- Send Nudes. Send Nudes. And I was not nude. But yeah, okay. it was about creative painting and being seen and being exposed and mm-hmm. sitting there for hours from a friend who she was even kind of uncomfortable, not because it was me, just because she was painting someone and mm-hmm. because I'm a friend, like nervous that I was going to critique it. And I was like, no, I'm not going to critique You need your practice. I'm not going to be upset with anything. Like I'm actually having fun just watching TV and letting you paint. It was that, that was fun to me. She was what's like, here's the, some wine. Here's some Girl Scout cookies. And what's the um, mu- can I ask you where the music's coming from? That oh. is an ambulance driving by. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt, but we just, we, I guess we just need a little realism. Yeah. That's a little New York for you. Even though I saw a booth that was Beedo, Beedo. Yeah, that was an ambulance. That is awesome. Well, Dusty. I didn't ask, but thanks for telling me. I liked that story for a change. Yeah, for a was, change. Uh, I thought I thought I was going to have a different one. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll save for later. Um, okay. Hey, and just so you'll know, I recorded the whole gong meditation, so I have fifty-eight minutes of that, and I'll just oh send that. Oh my to god! No. I'll just send that to you as an okay. MP3, and I'll send it right to my recycle bin. <laughs> All right. So I guess we're done this week. Finally. <laughs> we had a lot to talk about. If it's a little longer, it's fine. We had a lot of stuff to talk about. Okay. Well, I think it's time to say goodbye, and I'm ready. To, right. I'm ready to do my sign off. Oh God! Seriously, from the hills of Northwest Arkansas. No. <laughs> Can you give me one line of Edith Ann? And that's the truth. Perfect. I love it. All right. I'll talk next week. Okay. All right. Bye, Dusty. Okay. Oh, we really hung up. This has been I'm Afraid to Ask, co-hosted by Dusty Westfall and Brenda Yelvington. Random noises within the podcast provided by Onyx, Dusty's dog. Edited by Brenda. Theme music by Brenda and performed by me, the podcast intern. Find them on Instagram at I'm Afraid to Ask.